Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast. In today's episode, we cover the topic of Wernicke-Korsakoff syndrome found under the neurology section at medbullets.com. Let's begin with a clinical snapshot. A 44-year-old male presents with confusion and gait instability. Medical history is significant for alcohol use disorder, requiring multiple hospitalizations for alcohol intoxication. He drinks one to two pints of vodka daily. On exam, he appears inattentive, has bilateral horizontal nystagmus, and his gait is slow and wide-based. Let's continue with an introduction to Wernicke-Korsakoff syndrome. Wernicke-Korsakoff syndrome is secondary to thiamine or B1 deficiency. There is typically bilateral necrosis of the mammillary bodies, and remember that the dorsal medial nucleus of the thalamus is also involved. This presents with the triad. The triad is confusion or encephalopathy, ataxia, and ophthalmoplegia. Although the complete triad is not always present and only occurs in about 30% of cases. Remember, however, that one cannot rule out Wernicke-Korsakoff on the absence of the triad. In terms of the pathophysiology, certain metabolic enzymes use thiamine as a cofactor. Examples of these include pyruvate dehydrogenase, transketolase, and alpha-ketoglutarate dehydrogenase. There is increased thiamine demand when metabolic demand is increased or there is increased glucose intake, so one must give thiamine before glucose administration. And this is seen in chronic alcoholism and other conditions of poor nutrition, such as in malabsorption. In terms of the epidemiology, remember that alcoholics are mostly affected. Moving on to the presentation, Symptoms of Wernicke's encephalopathy include confusion, ophthalmoplegia, and ataxia. Symptoms of Korsakoff psychosis include memory loss, confabulation, hallucination, and personality change. In terms of the evaluation, remember that this is primarily a clinical diagnosis. The thiamine level may be low, but this is nonspecific. Evaluating an erythrocyte thiamine transketolase can help to establish a thiamine deficiency. And in terms of the differential, make sure to think about alcohol intoxication and early Alzheimer's disease. With regards to treatment, options include intravenous thiamine. This should be administered immediately, and it leads to improvement of the reversible symptoms. With regards to complications, remember that this may lead to Korsakoff syndrome if Wernicke's encephalopathy is not treated. And in terms of prevention, this would include adequate thiamine intake. Now that we've discussed the major points relating to Wernicke-Korsakoff syndrome, let's walk through a question to apply what we've learned and get a sense of how the topic might be tested. For this question, consider the following clinical scenario. A 55-year-old homeless man presents to the emergency department acutely confused. The patient was found wandering the streets with an abnormal gait. The patient has a past medical history of alcohol and IV drug use. His temperature is 98.5 degrees Fahrenheit or 36.9 degrees Celsius. Blood pressure is 103 over 61. Pulse is 120 beats per minute. Respirations are 16 breaths per minute. And oxygen saturation is 97% on room air. Physical exam is notable for a poorly kept man with ataxic gait. Ophthalmoplegia is noted on cranial nerve testing, and he has decreased vibration sensation in the bilateral lower extremities. Dermatologic exam reveals perifollicular hemorrhages, 
bleeding gums, and many bruises along the patient's upper and lower extremities. An initial ECG is notable for sinus tachycardia, and the patient is given 2 liters of Ringer lactate. Laboratory values are ordered, which demonstrate a hemoglobin of 8, hematocrit of 30%, leukocyte count of 3,500 with a normal differential, platelet count of 192,000, and an MCV of 119. Serum sodium is 139, chloride is 100, potassium of 4.3, bicarbonate is 25, BUN is 20, glucose is 47, creatinine is 1, calcium is 9.2, magnesium is 1.2, AST is 82, and ALT is 70. Which of the following is the best next treatment for this patient? And the answer choices are, choice 1, dextrose, choice 2, folate, choice 3, magnesium, choice 4, thiamine, or choice 5, vitamin C. The best answer to this question is choice 4, thiamine. This patient is presenting with confusion, ataxia, and ophthalmoplegia, which is concerning for Wernicke's encephalopathy. This must be immediately treated with IV thiamine prior to treating other nutritional deficiencies. Wernicke-Korsakoff syndrome typically occurs in alcoholics, secondary to a poor diet and low thiamine levels. Patients can present initially with ataxia, ophthalmoplegia, and nystagmus, which can progress to amnesia and psychosis. Any patient suspected of having Wernicke-Korsakoff syndrome should be promptly given high-dose IV thiamine. There is a theoretical concern that administration of glucose or dextrose prior to thiamine could exacerbate symptoms and further deplete thiamine levels. Thus, it is generally preferred to give thiamine first, or at least at the same time as dextrose. Patients with Wernicke-Korsakoff syndrome should also be thoroughly worked up and treated for other nutritional and electrolyte deficiencies, which are common in this malnourished population. Let's also discuss why the other choices are incorrect. Choice 1. Dextrose should be given to this patient. However, given the theoretical concern that dextrose could worsen this patient's thiamine deficiency and precipitate Korsakoff psychosis, thiamine should be given first. If the patient were seizing from hypoglycemia, then dextrose administration may be a better initial treatment. Choice 2. Folate as well as a multivitamin should be given to this malnourished patient with megaloblastic anemia. However, it is more urgent to first treat this patient's Wernicke syndrome, which is an acute condition requiring treatment. Choice 3. Magnesium should be replaced in this patient. However, it is more urgent to first treat this patient's Wernicke syndrome. This patient's normal ECG makes magnesium repletion less important, although it would be emergently required if this patient were in torsade de pointe or had prolonged QT intervals. Choice 5. Vitamin C is certainly needed in this patient, who is also suffering from scurvy given his perifollicular hemorrhages, bruising, and bleeding gums. In actuality, this patient would be started on thiamine, a multivitamin, folate, and vitamin C at the same time. However, the best next step in management is to treat the direst condition affecting this patient, which is Wernicke syndrome. Finally, a bullet summary. After stabilizing the patient, the best initial step in management in Wernicke-Korsakoff syndrome is the administration of thiamine. That's all for this review about Wernicke-Korsakoff syndrome. We hope that was helpful.
This is the MedBullets Step 2 and 3 podcast, a daily audio review session for MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. As a reminder, you can follow along with these podcast episodes by reviewing the topics directly on MedBullets.com. You can listen to these episodes on the MedBullets website or phone app while reading through the topic. If the MedBullets podcast has been valuable to you, we'd be thrilled if you consider leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here, on the MedBullets Step 2 and 3 podcast.